0: Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised.
1: To the west of the great continent of Kern lies the island provinces of Perth, home to brave seafarers, exotic pleasures, storms of swirling magical energy, and cults dedicated to the old gods. Upon these white sands came the Eve's watch, A band of sellswords and brutes seeking their fortune upon the shores of these lands. Let me tell you of this age of legends, for I and I alone am keeper of their saga. This is their chronicle.
2: A casual glance around you reveals that the jungle is full of these Watuwabe. Tack is laying on his back along the jungle path with a spear protruding from his chest. What do you do?
0: What are you asking?
3: The table. Shin puts hands above head and walks over to Tak. There's Two. no reaction. Then mm-hmm. I'm going to cast. Sure. 11. He is dead. He does not
2: move. The glow of your spell washes over him. The spear is still protruding from his chest.
4: Tuco turns to
2: Giel, who's standing directly
4: behind him, and indicates with his hands not to use his weapon.
2: Okay. You indicated that. <laughs> <laughs> Moulay?
4: How far away
0: is the closest upright turtle? Also, don't forget that I had a 17 perception and a nat 20 so, are either of
2: us aware of any others? Oh, there's multitudes of them.
4: Can you describe what they look like, please?
2: It's an upright turtle. Madry. Yes. Not as kung fu y. Full shell? Full shell. Standing perfectly motionless in the jungle, holding spears. How They're... tall? They vary in height, but average height is about six feet tall.
0: Ku looks to Mule.
2: There are
5: many. Great. Anyone notice that Tax got a spear in his chest? He okay,
6: appears to be dead. He is dead. Shinna. Did he set up a trap? No. Oh, no. Um, oh. Remember, I rolled a one for my <laughs> hand. We are effectively surrounded. And I rolled gesture. No.
5: I'll scan. Probably still won't notice. No, I guess I noticed. Okay.
2: When Mule gestures, at first you see one, and then multiple large anthropomorphic turtles throughout the jungle on either side of the trail
3: that you're on.
4: Tuko throws up his hands and yells out, We come in peace! Please do not attack!
3: Shin stands up, puts a foot on Tak's chest, rips the spear out and throws it to the side, composes the body, and begins the death rites of
5: Searsara. I'm just gonna stand there and clutch my spear just a little tighter now that I finally notice that we're surrounded.
6: Do any of them approach or they just stand None and of them watch approach us. for
2: a while. Kind of it seems tense. like they're standing and just watching you, perfectly motionless in the jungle.
6: I will call out, do any of you speak the common tongue?
2: And in a few moments, one emerges onto the pathway, looks at Mule and nods.
6: I congratulate you on a fine throw and a fine kill.
2: It was not my spear that found its mark. And he holds his spear up in his hand.
6: Well, you may have congr-
2: congratulate your warrior then. What business do you have in our territory? This is Watawabe Jungle.
6: As we have come to understand most immediately, we seek to pass through. We do not seek to harm you or your tribe in any way. We are passing through to the E mountains to a keep that lies there. We have heard news there is a sorcerer there of ill intent. and We seek to stop his
2: scheming. You seek the fountaintop fortress of the Zairon. That is correct. Come. I will
6: walk to him.
2: He begins to walk down the trail, looks back over his shoulder at you. All of you. Come.
5: Following. Following. Following.
2: All All a- a- le- mo-
5: Shin. Follow. <laughs>
6: <laughs> He's good. Thank you.
2: I had
3: to finish off the last.
2: He leads you down the jungle trail and then turns into the jungle. And as he turns into the jungle and you follow several of the warriors. Fall in line alongside of you,
4: surrounding you. As Tuco passes our
2: fallen companion, he grabs his pack. There's a dozen, at least, but you can see many more walking through the jungle on either side.
5: Okay, just make a note. Lovac's going to lean into jail. Reference your orb. And I'll pull
0: out my orb, see what direction we're going.
2: Where's your orb? In my pouch. As you reach into your pouch and you pull out your orb, there's a clamor from the jungle and... Several voices shouting in a language you don't understand, the tortle at the head, the one that was speaking common to Mule, spins around and glares at (laughs) Jeel. Several spears are raised. Jeel.
0: What? Put it away, man. Okay, what direction did it tell me we were going in anyway (laughs) as I
2: put it away? (laughs) South. And we wanted to go northeast. It seems like you're doubling back into the jungle.
6: Why are we heading south? Because that's the direction we're being led
4: so that we don't get
2: stabbed. Come on. At least, Keep up. Up. at least not immediately. You're brought to a clearing where there's several grass huts, some rather large spits. What you guess are female of the species. You really can't determine gender. It's, it's hard when everybody's in a shell, and they immediately look up when you enter the clearing. There is, for lack of a better term, a great deal of applause and celebration. And he stops, turns around, and looks at Moulay, and says, Stay.
6: I will stay here until you return.
2: He walks into a large grass hut, is there for what seems like a very long time. While you're there in this village, what you suspect are the females of the species come up and it looks like they're sizing you up. You know, they're looking you up and down, looking over to the cooking spits.
4: Do I notice a military presence either at the perimeter of the village or here in the village?
2: There's individuals with spears. I wouldn't call them a military, really. They're threatening and armed and clearly dangerous because Tack is no longer with you. Approximately how many? Well, there's a the dozen that brought you in. And as you come into the village, more you emerge from the jungle itself. It's a fairly large village with several grass huts. There's one particularly large one. That's the one that the turtle that spoke common entered. You think there's under a hundred, not more than a hundred of these beings here in the village. A lot of them have spheres. A lot of them don't. There's children. There's some that are clearly elderly. The one that speaks common emerges from the large grass hut and says, come and beckons you all forward.
0: I follow. I follow. And as I follow, I look to Jill and I telepathically say into his head, how much turtle soup could you eat?
5: A lot.
4: Tugo does not go into the tent, but stands at the flap of the tent outside. All of you. And then
2: Tugo goes. He motions to some reed mats as if to ask you to sit down. Long way. Um. <laughs> 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 similar first syllable.
5: Lovak, you were going to say something. As we go in, if I sit down, is, are we near, near a wall? Or are we in the middle of this thing? It's a tight circle where the Mats
2: are so you're not near a wall. In a large chair sits a very
3: old-looking
5: turtle. I'll sit and I'll lay my spear down alongside me on the ground. Sit cross-legged.
3: Shin will bow very low to the old turtle before sitting.
4: Tuco will squat on his toes, never letting his butt touch the ground.
3: Same with Jiel. Not enough
0: room. Koo will take a seat up top of one of Jiel's knees, like it's
2: so. a like a mall Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Only without the smell of liquor on his breath. No, but we have a killer elf. (laughs) The uh, old tortle bows his head down and looks at each one of you and says, My braves have told me that you seek the sorcerer, Zairon. That is correct. For what purpose do you seek him?
6: To end his treachery of this island,
2: of this nation. Open your shirts.
6: I open my shirt, revealing my necklace of humanoid finger
2: bones. But that is the only thing
5: I wear. I'll open my
2: shirt. He inspects your chests and your necks.
5: Lift my chain, unbutton the Talbard, lift the silk, separate the silk.
2: (laughs) He seems satisfied and nods his head, looks at Mule and looks at his finger bones, bows and holds up a necklace of his own finger bones. Then you are friends to the Watuabe, at least for now.
6: Yes, we do. mean, you, no harm. We just seek his
2: keep. Zayron is a powerful and wicked sorcerer.
6: Thus we have heard. Is there anything you may tell us? Anything you're willing to share about what you know of him? Do you know the location of his keep? We have a, an idea.
2: He nods his head and looks lost in thought. says he has many soldiers, like the Watuabe, but different soft body, no shell. He controls the power of old magic, wicked and evil.
6: That is good to know. We have some small magic among ourselves. May we be granted passage through your lands.
2: Your passage will be allowed. And he takes the bone necklace off from around his neck and tosses it to Moulet.
6: Thank you for your generosity and your assistance.
2: You may go, but be swift.
6: Let's go
0: and yep. down off Giel's knee and heading out. I was going to have to pick him off like a of little elves.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you don't even get fed? Let's go. Let's oh. go. <laughs> you
2: gingerly walk through the village, all eyes on you. There's a great look of disappointment amongst who you suspect are the females. Maybe because the buffet line is David. rolling out of the village. <laughs> they look at Geo longingly and sadly. Flex my pecs. <laughs> Do the peck pop? Yeah.
5: He, going through his head, they think I'm hot. Yeah, yeah. He's reading the room. He's, it's good. Of course, they're going to
0: have tack. I wonder if he's going to be hard.
2: <laughs> Probably a little stringy. They escort you back out to the trail you were on and immediately disappear into the jungle.
7: Attention all Dungeons & Dragons fans, Red Dirt D&D brings you the world's greatest role-playing game with an Americana twist. Join a cast of characters like Jaska, a Yodi ranger.
2: I don't know much about the gnolls, but if you greet people with a smile and just be calm and courteous, everybody will be willing to listen.
7: Beatrix, a tabaxi rogue.
2: Hey, y'all, this looks like a rug made out of astroturf.
7: Blackjack, a jackalope folk warlock. I do have large feet, thank you for noticing. Twitch, a rat-folk necromancer. Soon the world will be mine. Stop laughing, how dare you? Oh, you Easy now, there's no need for violence. Zianci, a spider-kin cleric. My favorite flavor of blood is red, what's yours? And Billy, a possum fighter.
3: Underestimating me will be the last thing you do.
7: Red Dirt d d includes original music and sound effects. We'll also keep the program short, only about 40 minutes, so you can easily listen while driving or working out at the gym. New shows drop every Wednesday and are totally free. You can listen to the latest episode and catch up with past performances on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your favorite online programs. You can find out more information at Red Dirt d on Facebook, Twitter, and at reddirtd
6: All right, we'll continue our way along the track, Jill. Once we're clear, get your orb out. Let's make sure we're heading in the right direction here. And I'll do that once we're in a clearing.
4: I have tax bag slung opposite of a normal backpack, so it's sitting on my chest, and I have it now opened, and I'm fishing through it. Am I finding anything other than just map. regular?
2: Hopefully a map. Roll an investigation check. 11
4: plus 1, so 12.
2: You rifle through the pack, there's torches, oil and the lantern kind of slung to the outside of the pack. There's more of the netting, which you believe is a hammock. Some provisions.
0: Did he do anything with the herbs that we got for him?
2: There's a bundle of herbs that are in there as well. Also a hand-drawn map, a hand-drawn map in such a fashion that you think he knows exactly how to read that map, but anybody else would have a great deal of difficulty. Identifying the mountain in the center of the island is pretty easy. There's a big pointy mountain-looking image in the center of the map. There's the coastline, a big X where Manshapur's port city is, and a couple other little dots along different areas of the map. There is a, ironically, a scribbled picture of a skull in the area around the Watunabe village.
4: I believe that Moulet is not right next to me in our marching order, so I'll tap the person in front of me and say, Pass this to Moulet. He's our scholar. Maybe he can make out what this is about.
6: Let's get clear of their territory first, and then we'll stop and
4: take oh, I'm a i Yeah, I'm, this is not stopping. This is walking. And well, yeah. Just, let's get out of territory first. Do you refuse to take the map? Yeah, because... Okay, just the people pass it back down the line I'll to
0: just, me? Once the map gets to me, I'm,
6: I'll hold the map. Yeah. There, there we go. Let's just... I'd like to get clear of this territory let's let's get a couple hours out before we
2: now that your guide is gone what is your plan
6: well is so are we following a track of some sort you're on a trail so for now i'm gonna plan to stay to the trail and have GL periodically check his orb to make sure that we continue in a north or northeasterly direction
0: is there any high
2: ground not that you can see you're in the dense jungle and how high is the canopy these are tall tall trees Approximately how tall? Some 60, 70 feet tall, broad intertwined canopies in in much of this area. And then the the jungle around you is extremely dense. Who's in the lead right now?
6: I think it's me. Just by virtue of I was the one that kind of let us out of camp.
0: I'm right behind him.
2: So your marching order hasn't changed much, just the absence of attack. Correct.
0: We have your stone, your orb. Yep. We also have the spy class. If we, if can, we get can get to sure. high ground, we can use the spyglass to see in the distance. Okay. We've passed several clearings.
6: Let's see if we perhaps come across another one. If we do, hopefully we
0: can get a view out
6: to where maybe some high ground is and make our way that way. Can and we, what if We keep
5: our eye out for just a really, really big tree. I mean, we have someone who's really good at climbing. That's true. Green. True. And who has a spyglass? Was it Jill?
2: Tuko. Tuko has it.
5: So yeah,
6: we'll keep an eye out for exceptional large trees and continue our trek.
2: A few more hours into your trek, you come across a tree that you think is is of suitable height. And after you've been began an incline for a while, a steady incline, you find a, a thick tree. It looks like it's very, very old and it is much taller than the others because it continues up above the canopy.
6: This looks like exactly what we're looking for. Shin, you want to scout out for us?
4: See what uh, you can see? Wait, wait, wait a second. I got something in the pack for you. And so I start, I've now put down one pack and got the other pack off me and I'm fishing through for the spyglass.
5: Take the orb as well. Yeah, you can match your direction while you're up there. Give them the
3: orb. Okay. Well, I'll stone both in pouches. Keep contact with me.
0: I can for 30 feet, but I can actually, I'll try and climb the tree after him to stay within that 30 foot distance. And up the tree I'll go.
2: And I'll follow Uh, Shin, you're spider climbing, is that correct?
3: Uh, yes, that's the mechanic. So you scamper up the tree. It's a slick tree,
2: um, but you find purchase. It's slow going, and before long, Shin disappears beyond the canopy of the trees. You're going to need to roll some climbing checks.
5: I'm going to stand underneath the tree, just in case he falls. Jill's going to do the same. Between the tubes, we should be able to catch him.
0: I can use acrobatics or athletics. Yes. Okay. Acrobatics.
5: <laughs> Lucky, I can re-roll that.
0: <laughs> I can't re-roll that one. You
5: did two in a row? Yeah. Two ones in a row.
4: At least you didn't uh, fall far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Which one of us is going to try to catch him? He's not even off the ground yet. Yeah, he
2: keeps sliding down the slick body of the tree.
5: Geo, why don't you pick him up and at least raise him over your head. Let's don't give him the first few feet for free. He doesn't seem like a very good you. climber.
0: Maybe this isn't the best idea. So what I'll do is I'll take off my pack and <laughs> I'll take <laughs> off my pack, take off my weapons and get me up there and you can
5: throw me. Done. Oh, if I knew that was an option, I would have done it. You're going to... I'm going to throw you? He's going to throw me. Toss uh, me. Don't the off. You go walk little babies throwing the air from hooking them under the air. wee, wee. And I will... One. <laughs> Two. Uh, Was a good roll? <laughs> he, he's trying to retake the dice back at you.
4: Tuko is starting four, to patrol a defensive four, five, four, perimeter.
5: Here's about my roll.
0: 15 with my strength bonus. And that'd be a 14 acrobatics.
2: And the objective is to have Giel launch you as high up the tree as he can while you...
0: Try to find a place to land or, or catch hold. And by the way, I did roll two ones. <laughs>
5: 11.
2: <laughs> and you rolled a 15, right? 14. 14. jill picks you up under the arms, kind of like a, a, I, a dandy I, tossing I, his baby up.
5: I
0: imagine he, he could actually put both of my feet on his palm and launch me that way. I could have, but I chose to do this. <laughs> okay.
2: He squats down real low, and in one big explosive movement, thrusts himself up, actually leaving the ground, his toes leaving the ground, and launches Ku up into the tree. And Ku goes dangerously high and manages to hook the grapple hook onto a branch, which dips down very low when his weight impacts it and snaps back up, bouncing Ku up and down a bit. There is a look of great concern on Ku's face as the branch bobs up and down, and then a look of relief that he's not falling.
0: Should I do a constitution set check to make sure I don't puke? <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, there is still quite a ways to go before you get within the 30 feet of where you suspect Shin may be. Are you going to climb the rest of the way up?
0: I'm going to pick a path that has
5: stops, has, like, where I'm not going to just go falling down.
2: Where you could get caught on the
5: branches if you slip and fall. Yeah. I'm gonna reach in my backpack, pull out my netting. <laughs> and... Giel, grab two corners. And I'll do that. I was waiting for somebody to do that. <laughs> and we're it underneath and
2: stare and wait and watch. Like a couple of firefighters in a three stooges short.
0: <laughs> Acrobatics. Seventeen.
2: You scamper up another ten feet. I'll You're try. About it. Halfway up.
0: I'll try telepathically to Shin, though I have to be able to see him. If I can't see him, it's not going to work.
2: You cannot. He has disappeared into or above the canopy.
0: And then I will uh, try another 10 feet.
2: 19. Ku's now found purchase. He's scampering up the tree like a squirrel. Aw. Wait, squirrel?
5: (laughs) (laughs) The whole part stops and stares up. (laughs)
2: There's a lot of chattering of monkeys and squawking of birds as (laughs) Ku ascends the tree. Give me two more. Nat one.
0: Reroll. Don't you get to re-roll that? Is it once per day?
6: Oh, maybe it is.
5: I think it is. That'd be in... Yeah, I believe it's once a day as well.
6: Is this actually the lucky ability from the halfling?
4: Yes. Yes. Three net ones, Frank. Yeah. Nice job. Fuck you,
0: Scott. All within ten For,
4: minutes of each if other.
6: If to the player's handbook ruling, there is no limit to the number of times you can
2: use
0: that. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Check sage advice. Sixteen. <laughs> who slips, catches himself, gives you the thumbs up, and continues his ascent. And one more. 20. Dirty. Dirty 20. You've made it to above the canopy. When you look up to check for Shin, you see Shin sitting in the crotch of a branch coming off the tree.
0: (laughs) Sitting in the crotch. I'm like, oh great, what now?
2: (laughs) And he's scanning the area with the spyglass. Concerning is he does have that one eye closed and the other one looking through the spyglass with no other eye available to him to check his immediate surroundings. So
0: I'll let him know out loud that I'm up here with him. Shin, I made it up here. Took a little while. What happened? I slipped a few times.
3: Ah, okay. I can understand that. You're at a dizzying height.
2: You're on the side of that mountain in the middle of the island and... You can see the island sprawling beneath you, the coastline, the ocean, and the rest of the mountain. There is what looks like a very old structure to the northeast set atop a ledge. There's a, almost a spire-like rock formation that the structure sits on and what looks like a stone bridge that leads to it. You can't make out the details very well because you don't have the spyglass. From where you're sitting, Shin, you can pick out the details very well. It's definitely a small keep. It doesn't look like it's of Perth construction. It's pretty worse for wear. The walls are missing large portions of the stonework. There is a stone bridge. There are patrols that are moving across the stone bridge. And there's a lot of activity inside the keep. You can't make out Too many of the details, all you can see is what looks like bodies moving.
3: Make note of the direction and pass that down the tree and then concentrate on the bridge and time out how long it takes one set of little ants to move from one end to the other and where do they meet? Do they meet in the middle? Do they meet at the end?
0: So you're going to pass on to the northeast and that's what it looks like? Yep. All right, I'm going to start making my way down then.
3: By the way, how how far up are we? 60, 70 feet? Oh, just stay at...
2: Even even higher.
3: Higher? Are we over 120?
2: Are we? It's high. Well over 100. And it sways in the breeze, which is unnerving, to say the least. But it's also probably cooler up here,
3: yeah? Much cooler, yeah. I'll be down in a second. Right now I'm timing patrols. Okay. So now for the down part. (laughs) (laughs) One slip now and it's easy.
2: (laughs) First one. 11. You begin your descent.
5: Hopefully not quicker than anticipated.
2: And slip, going down perhaps 12 feet. You go down very quickly and catch yourself on a branch. There's a lot of ruckus up there in the canopy, but the branch stops your fall.
5: Gila, I don't hear any screaming.
2: Your heart's in your throat now, though.
5: (laughs) I think they'll be down any moment. (laughs) I think moment might be the right thing. Make sure you got your corners securely. Hold on to it tight. Keep rolling. Okay. no damage? <laughs> no damage. That's a six.
2: Oh my God. That's the number he was looking for. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Look at this smile.
2: <laughs> there is a crashing of branches. Leaves begin showering down upon you and-
5: Goddamn bugs.
2: <laughs> you see who emerge from the canopy at a high rate of speed. He catches himself on a branch with one arm swinging wildly and dangling from that branch. He gives you the thumbs up with a nervous smile. Give him a thumbs up. And then loses his grip and begins his downward ascent.
4: Geo, Geo, you let go of your net to give him the thumbs up.
5: <laughs> yeah, he did.
0: I'll race to try to get that back. <laughs>
2: I will give you an opportunity to make some acrobatics checks to grab a hold of a branch 18. you manage to grab a hold of a branch it snaps under your weight and you begin to plummet anew grabbing at branches showering the party below with broken branches as each branch you seem to grab a hold of breaks the last branch you grab a hold of it bends wildly and then you swing pendulously back and forth before your sweaty slick hands lose their grip and you land in the net that Jill is frantically trying to grab a hold of the other corner of (sighs) we got you thank you inches from the ground he's splayed out on his back
5: and i'm just gonna lay in the net we'll set him down all right let's get ready for the other so what'd you learn To hold the tree harder. (laughs) (laughs) I learned about gravity.
0: (laughs) It was really cool up there. What? So the keep is to the northeast. Shin is watching the patrols. How much damage did I take?
2: 12 points of damage.
4: I thought for sure he was going to land with a branch in his crotch.
0: (laughs) I'm going to break open my healer's kit, and I'm going to heal myself for 10 points.
2: Shin, the patrols, uh, it's a short bridge. The patrols are from front to back. Take
3: approximately five minutes. How many members per uh, patrolling group? Two. Am I seeing any sunlight glints, like off of weapons, spear tips? It's hard to tell. You can't make out too much, other than
2: they are humanoid shapes, slightly slumped, and they have an awkward gait. Weapons you, you think may be... Sheathed, but you can't
3: be too certain. I would like to make an estimate as to where there is another tree that sticks above the canopy in order to do another one, another reconnaissance look closer, and then I'll come back down and pass all the information. Disrepair to keep, uh, short bridge, definite patrols, seems to be a five-minute walk across the bridge, and they patrol in pairs. So we should be able to take out at least one patrol and have a... Bonus on the next one.
5: Rough idea of numbers?
3: Uh, I could only see four. Only the guards on the bridge. It's, it's still dense forest up there.
6: That's fine. Mm, more than we had. So. And, and
3: I have no idea if there's anybody before the bridge in the forest.
6: We may, we may find a vantage point closer, to where we can get a, another scout. Didn't the turtle chief say they had a bunch of... They had a bunch that yes. you said like them, but without shells. I'm wondering if they're lizard folk, perhaps, or some sort of other they're similar reptilian... Could be kobolds, some sort of Mm lizard-like, perhaps. But he
4: did say there were many, many soldiers. He did,
6: correct. I suspect that there are others, but
0: we have something. And we know our direction is true. Shin, you should hang on to the
3: spyglass. And and to the orb. Yeah, I think that'd be
6: helpful. Our direction direction finder.
3: Shin will pocket the uh, spyglass and the magic orb of direction. Let everybody know that I think in a couple other hours, we've got another tree that I saw popping up over the canopy.
6: That'll work. What time of day is it, Scott? Are you getting on towards dark, or is it still fairly light? It's,
2: it's mid-afternoon. Under the canopy, it, it's still pretty dark. Yeah. The shade is nice, but there's no movement of air. It's hot. So it is. It, it's very hot.
6: Were there any clearings up ahead that you saw, or is it pretty much all canopy all the way up?
2: You saw quite a few clearings, and one broad area that overlooked the ocean.
6: Maybe we could make for that for camp, not to stay in the open, but at the edge, it might be a little cooler, a little more comfortable, and we'd have a clearer view if something comes on us in the night.
0: Agreed. Ocean view, ocean breeze, right, Giel?
3: Yep. Wow, a nice little sandy cove, all of our own. It would be quite a, a
2: march to get there before nightfall, judging from Shin's mm-hmm. description, but you feel like you could do it if you double-timed it.
6: Worthwhile. We'll, we'll attempt it. If guess. we if we fall short, then we do. But it's, it's a goal. We're no
5: worse off than if we just stay here. Correct. Right. We'll make progress. Tuco okay. will
4: ask jill to swap places with him at the end of the line. Why? I feel like I'm going to be better at watching out what's coming at us from behind than you are.
2: I found the last things that you didn't see.
4: Yes. You're very smart and incredibly good looking. Uh, please just swap spots with me. Sure. I'd like I'm you in the
6: lead since you know the you way can walk behind a little bit better. Me. Thank you. Cool, gather up a oh. pack. Just come ahead of me, and I'll stay behind.
3: Shin, I could do that. Just if anything you hear anything in the woods, get it before it gets me.
6: Actually, low back. You follow him. All right,
3: and I'll uh, keep a rough idea in my head of paces. When I hit a thousand, I'll pull out the eye and make sure we're still on track. Okay.
2: Shin manages to keep you on track. The plan is to move a little faster than you have been. Yes. So You manage to make it to the that broad clearing that overlooks the ocean just as the sun begins to dip down behind the horizon. It's a a rocky area with some scrub grass and and bushes. It's relatively clear. At the edge of the cliff is a large rock and there's an armored form propped up against the rock sitting with its back to the rock overlooking the ocean and there is one outstretched arm.
5: You guys see that? Yes. I'm gonna go over to the
2: body.
6: Yeah, I'll follow with Lovac. I'm curious, but not curious as so much as to go by myself.
0: I'm a copy. I'm going up to the body. Follow him.
2: I'm staying at least 30 feet behind the group. Lovac, Mule, Ku, and Jiel approach this form. It, it's a small form, approximately four and a half feet tall by your guesstimation. It's dressed in ornate exotic armor. There is a sword resting across the body's lap. It's a skeleton. Draconic in appearance, with one outstretched finger pointing eastward towards Kern.
6: Is that also eastward towards the keep
5: that we are seeking? Not quite. I'm going to kind of crouch down and see if I can look down its arm and see what it's pointing at specifically, if I can. From your knowledge
2: of the world being pretty well-traveled, it is pointing towards Kern, and it is pointing eastward.
5: Looks like it's pointing towards Kern-ish.
6: Well, if there's any relevance to our current situation, it's lost on me, so... I'm going to
0: examine the corpse.
4: While all this investigation is happening, Tuco is patrolling, setting up, inspecting the clearing, looking around to see what's suitable for camp and what's
2: not. It's relatively flat, and there's a nice cool breeze up here. It's less oppressive.
0: Ku is going to examine the skeleton and see if there's any signs as to how this creature died.
5: I'll get out of his way, and as I do so, I'm taking the sword.
2: It's hard to tell. The the armor's battered. It looks like at one point in time it was very fine armor, very exotic looking. The body still has a pack on it and a pouch on its right hip. There's several nicks and dings in the armor, whether it was from the combat that killed it or just being used frequently. There's no real sign of what it was that actually ended this thing's life.
0: I will investigate the pouch and the pack.
2: The, I'll, ha- I'll have to remove, probably have to
0: remove them from the, the corpse, which will cause the skeleton to... The
2: tip to one side and yeah. in a clang, pool <laughs> of a took. And, and <laughs> the pack is moldy, has that mildewy scent to it. It's a leather pack, a serviceable, well-crafted leather pack. Inside, while you search it, it's... Got a variety of survival gear in there. The pouch has a damp, folded up parchment in it and a few coins. Look at the parchment. The parchment has a series of symbols almost picture like on it. It looks like little houses, trees, and it goes up and down instead of side to side, like the writing that you're used to. And in the center is this ornately drawn tree with brush strokes.
0: I'll hold
6: it up and say, "mule." I will examine it. Is this sort of writing or pictogram, anything that I'm familiar with?
2: Never seen it ever before in your life.
6: Interesting. I've never seen anything like this. It's still in one piece, even after all this time.
2: It's very fragile.
6: I will refold it carefully along the same lines it was folded in and tuck it away. I'd like to examine it further for my own studies. And the coin's...
2: They're three gold coins. They bear an image on them that is unfamiliar to you. You recognize it's a dragon, but you've never seen a coin with that stamped on it. That's really interesting. Pocket.
5: Type and quality of the sword.
2: It looks like a katana. You've seen it, swords like this a few times, but they're not very common in Kern or Perth or anywhere that you've been. But you've seen them a few times. It looks like it was very well maintained and very well crafted, but it's... Rusty and needs a great deal of love for it to be serviceable.
5: Does it look like it's salvageable?
2: Beyond a shadow of a doubt, you, you know, after inspecting it, you're like, oh, I could probably do something with this given enough time.
5: I'm going to strap it to the
0: outside of my, my pack. Since we're going to be making camp here and we're going to be here for a while, I'll just grab it. I don't know if I have a shovel. Nope, but I have, I have like a crowbar so I can start
2: digging a ditch. Your intent is to bury the body? There's yeah. there's plenty of stones you can make cairn out.
0: Okay. With yeah, then I'll make a cairn. Maybe I'll just leave that one arm out, stretching, pointing east.
4: Tuco has found a suitable camp spot at the edge of the woodline, and asked the party to come uh, look with him to see if it, they agree.
0: Okay. Jill, walk Hopefully. over and him my opinion. Koo as well. Well, once Koo's done. This is fine.
4: And then Tuco will get out his ball of twine, his pintons and hammer and his bell, and start to set up a trip line along the edge of the woods so that anything coming from that direction
0: might trip it. You know that Koo would have the same thing if you want to set an additional.
4: Then I would ask, when Koo is done with his Karen, I'll talk to him about setting up as much space as we can cover, really. But only on the wood side, because we're facing out. So that, hopefully, we could
2: see. So you set up your makeshift alarm system. Feel confident that it'll alert you to anything that crosses the line. And what is your plan for making camp?
5: I suggest a cold camp. What? Cold camp. Oh, No fire. Uh, Yeah, Definitely no fire. Bed rolls I, in the ground. I wish it was cold. I'm <laughs> kind of
6: liking the hammock and tree idea, honestly. I think hammock I'm going to string hammock and tree, because there's a lot of creepy crawlies okay. on the ground.
0: kind of keeps me up out of those. Yeah, once, once Koo's done with the cairn, he'll go set up the trap like Tuco did, and then he'll also do hammock.
2: Yeah, the best you could do with the hammocks is only slightly off the ground, suspended <laughs> between stout bushes. There's no trees really here to...
6: That's fair. Just something to keep, even if it's a couple inches, it's enough to keep, you know, snakes from crawling into my bed.
2: There's definitely nothing sturdy enough to keep <laughs> Giel off the ground. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's just going to have to... He's going to roll out
0: his bedroll and make camp. Same with Tuco. I mean, if we were able to tie Giel to something and have him just stand upright, use him as one end.
4: When Giel learns to embrace the pain of the stings and bites, he'll be fine.
0: <laughs> and with that thought, i throw my net over me. And go to sleep. <laughs> rest fast, gentlemen. Oh, are we taking watches? Hopefully we're Shin sure, can watch for us. We it. should take watches. Well, in
6: addition to Shin. Yeah, we should we should do two-hour watches as usual. Yep. Accompanying
4: Shin. A long rest is eight hours, right? Yeah. Yes. So we'll need 10 hours here?
6: I think it's worthwhile to ensure full
0: rest and our continued we're, survival. We're also in the tropics. How close would we be to or uh,
2: equator? You're not far off. You're not far off from the equator. Majapur is just above the equator.
0: So then it's like a 12 hour day, 12 hour night. Okay.
4: But if you count twilight and early morning, you can easily add four to six hours to your daylight time. I don't know, four hours probably.
6: Before I sleep, I'm going to call upon my patron and have him help me um, translate the text, the written text. My cast comprehensive languages will allow me to read the literal meaning of any written text though any like pictograph like sigils or their definitions will not be revealed. It's just the actual literal meaning of the text on the parchment
0: that the skeleton was holding.
4: So Muley, does that mean you're on first guard? This will
0: literally take one minute. Okay. I have a uh, question about Ku. Whenever he goes to bed he has nightmares. Uh, the question is like, how much sleep does he usually get before he has the nightmares?
2: It depends on the night. For the sake of like role-playing and flavor, it's just night terrors that wouldn't otherwise affect the character in gameplay. But
0: the reason I asked this is the party would know about this and would know the signs that he's starting to have these night terrors, nightmares, and would be able to wake him
5: before he starts screaming uh, and giving away position. He'll start pitching. He'll start talking to himself, mumbling, and, yeah. and it's like you walk it's over. A build up. Give him, yeah. give him a little bit of a shake, and you know he'll look startled. You're alright. And you know, and the usual. We all do the same thing. Give him yep. a shake. You're all right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And let and roll then, back over. Or roll back
0: over or get up and do his watch. Yeah. That's why I'm asking is it a particular time? And you know. I guess I'll do
5: first watch. I'll do last because I have to don and off my armor anyway, so
0: I'll do
4: third.
6: Yeah, just wake like two growing up buy for one of those. I'm I'll take any, second. Anytime is fine. Yeah, so yeah.
4: So, first so what is Mulay Second, third. This. No first. Your first 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 4th, 5th. Yeah, but, but
6: this language languages I'm going to do before I go to bed, it literally takes
0: one minute to read a page of text, a page of text so... I'll pay attention to when he's doing it because I'm curious about it as well. And you
2: know. you're calling upon your yeah, patron.
6: Patron and casting the combrand languages as well.
2: So right now is when you're going to try to call upon your patron to... You sit in meditation and reach out into the swirling void and hear a voice in response to your request. What is it you're asking?
6: My lord, I am uh, asking to translate this text we've found. I believe it may be beneficial information, knowledge, if you will, to further our cause. I have done much for you for the past several days. What is it I can expect in return for this gift I give you? my continued devotion as always. The place we trek to is the lair of a great, well, great and terrible sorcerer. I expect to find much knowledge there that I can share with you. This is the sorcerer that your thoughts have told me is of the old gods. Correct. Then you will find me something that would please me while you're there. Yes. It would be unfortunate. For you, not as care
2: about if I not pleased. As is the agreement, yes. And this bestial face in this swirling void begins to slowly fade as you're standing in the void with it. And then you open your eyes. Did I hear any of that? Because I was standing next to him. It was some low conversation that you picked up on. What does the spell do for you?
6: For the duration, I understand
2: the literal meaning
6: of any spoken language I hear. I also understand any written language that I see, but I must be touching the surface on which the words are written. It takes about one minute to read one page of text. The spell does not decode secret messages any text or glyph, such as an arcane sigil. That is not part of a written language.
2: You delicately hold this old, damp parchment in your hand. Some of the ink is smeared from being soaked repeatedly with the jungle rains. But what you can make out, it appears as though once you realize that you read it up and down and not side to side, it looks like orders for a soldier. It discusses a deserter amongst an army of a great warlord and the imprisonment of this deserter and the deserter's enemy and an escape and this warrior... One of the finest warriors in this great warlord's army was sent out to hunt this deserter and his companion.
5: That's the bulk That's, of it.
2: It's a simple document with orders for a soldier.
6: I will say, interesting, and I'll turn to coup. Interesting.
0: So it seems that whoever that was, was a long way from home.
6: It seems that way, yes. On a mission similar to our own, I may note, hunting a traitor... Well, a deserter is a traitor to his cause. We are also hunting a traitor to his cause. Yes, we are. And I will fold the parchment back up because I am interested in the sigil. I'll tuck it away.
5: If luck, we can run into this person. I hate deserters. And I will take my rest. As will Ku. First watch
2: is... Who again? Jill. Jill. Jill and Shin. And Shin. So it's a cold camp. There's no fire. Good. But it seems there's plenty of food, thanks to Tuco who brought all this extra stuff, a whole pack full of equipment with him, so you can finally sit down and have a meal. There's a lot of dry stuff there, though. Jerky, the oats for the horses, but it's food. As I'm patrolling around our camp, I'll pick out the jerky and eat some. In time, your mouth begins to feel like a desert. You have to forcibly swallow the jerky down. The water's running low. You're not even too sure where to get water here, but you're thirsty. You imagine everybody's thirsty, but you're far more thirsty than everybody else. There's a lot more of you to get thirsty. I, I will I was gonna say I would go get Shin's water skin since he doesn't need it.
0: How far away is the nice cooling ocean waters from this camp?
2: Very, very far away. It's a long drop to the ocean. <laughs> Shin, you don't need your water, do you? What water?
0: Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm Trying to sparingly drink my water. You can look for water.
0: You can't see in the dark. It's a cold camp. I'm not going too far.
2: There is a strong humming in the air of multitudes of flying insects, the croaking of frogs, the skittering noises of things out on the hunt. At one point in time, a a rather large spider crawls over your boot.
0: I step on it.
2: With a splat, you crush it beneath your boot. This thing was big. There's no spiders where you come from. It's too cold. So you don't like spiders to begin with. Nope. All these creepy, multi-legged things. But the jungle has all sorts of bizarre animals and bugs in it. There's an uneasy feeling that washes over you as you're patrolling along the tree belt. You can't see in. Every now and again, you catch eye shine, but it blinks out and disappears. But there are hundreds of sets of eyes peering out of the jungle at you at all times. I go closer to the camp and stay within the camp.
0: <laughs> Nine-foot-tall pussy. <laughs>
2: yep. As you turn to head towards the camp, you begin to hear a rather loud humming noise, like large, swiftly-moving wings beating them.
0: I try to scan the area to see if I can see where
2: it's coming from. As you're pivoting backwards and forwards, trying to get your bearing, You realize it's coming from the jungle itself. Several large beating wings beating fastly in the jungle. And then the first one emerges. A large cat-sized insect with swiftly beating wings. And a large proboscis. A bloated abdomen. And then another and another and another. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week but good news everybody levels up still hot in here
1: join us every other week as the Eves Watch continue their adventures in Perth thank you to our patrons find us on Patreon to join the executive producers team and support the podcast our cast Bill Robitaille Louis Aponte Frank Whedon Jared Parker Marcus Holt sin morse our dm scott and me nova thank you our listeners for joining us every other week